everybody. You're listening to On The Fly with Devin and Dana, the show that explains today's biggest topics, trends, and questions for people who love all things multifamily. Hey guys, we're on location in Dallas-Fort Worth with Stacy Parrish, one of our fabulous DFW regional managers. Stacy, we're so happy to have you on the show. Yay, Thank you so Stacey. much. Fabulous. I'm excited to be here. All right, so Stacy, we have a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot of different categories we want to cover. Um, first, let's talk about your history here with us and how long you've been in the industry. How long have you been with us? I have been with American Landmark for almost three years. I've been in the industry, this is embarrassing because you know I'm only 20. Right. <laughs> I've been in the industry 30 years next year. 30 years. I started when I was in high school, so as a part-time leasing professional. How did you start as a part-time? Did, were, you, were you wanting to pay your rent? <laughs> so, no, I actually, I mean, I was still a senior, so living at home, and I worked for one of my best friend's mom at an answering service, and she worked part-time in the industry, and she was like, oh, I think you would be great in sales, and we just need a part-time person to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I got out of school, I think, at like one, and so I just worked like two to six on Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday, and then when I graduated, I they hired me a full, full-time. And then they worked with my college schedule, so I went to school at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays nights, and they let me leave 30 minutes early, and that's just how it started. And then within eight months, I was assistant manager, and then I was doing <laughs> lease-ups, and I was a manager by the age of 21. Like, it was just so much fun. I loved it. <laughs> and you yeah. never, did you ever get out of the business? I have gotten out of the business. I know, I know quotes, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, quite, yeah air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, for a hot minute here and there, but then, like, one of the times I went to work for an accountant, and then I was having dreams at night, or nightmares, rather, of numbers, because that's all I saw. I didn't see people. Right. So it took the people aspect and also being able to get out of my desk and go outside and show an apartment. And I was inside with no windows and no people. And that just wasn't a good fit for me. <laughs> so you were fine being an assistant manager because you got to deal with people. But Correct. Accounting, no. no well, problem. and I was on a three-person site, so I still was showing quite a bit. Yeah. So that, that made me happy. And then when you become the manager, you've got to go walk the units. And, you know, you've got to go walk this and that and the property. And so... And then as the regional, you still need to walk. So you still need to be outside. Still need to be outside. Yeah, and you still have to have people. So, yeah. yeah. People. And you get so many team members when you're a regional. So you get yeah, a different so aspect good. of the team mentality. And yes. People. Absolutely. Which I love. And I get the residents and I get the vendors and, you know, all sorts of things. So, yeah. Not always the happy residents, though. Well, not challenges. always. There's challenges, but... That's got to be kind of your favorite thing as a regional is challenges. Is that well, your really, favorite in, thing as in, a regional? Not really, but, <laughs> but in this industry as a whole, you have to be able to accept challenges because they are there every single day and yeah. everything yeah. we do. Yeah. You've got to have a good balance of being able yes. to deal with those challenges and then also be able to find the happy times. You have to celebrate the, the wins. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Even the small ones. Uh-huh. Speaking of wins and maybe not wins. Um, I have this really great question. So last week we had our 360 mentors. Um, We had uh, the service managers Mm -hmm. in Tampa. And I was talking to them about getting some feedback on some questions about what they wanted to hear on the podcast. And one of our service managers from Texas 
said, I have a really important question that I want to hear okay. the answer to. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And it was really good because I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. So I mean, I was like, I'm going to ask our regional that we're interviewing next week. Um, so he was asking me about TRR. And for anybody who doesn't know what TRR is, um, which I didn't, it's Texas Rent Relief. Mm-hmm. You know, he really wanted to hear from somebody that is in our industry and really experiencing it, uh, you know, where we think it's going, how it's going to affect our market mm-hmm. when it stops. Um, and tell us a little bit about Texas Rent Relief, because for those of us in different states, there's different programs right now going on sure. that are probably very similar. But, you know, he's, his curiosity was, when it ends, what is it going to do to us? Well, so it's already ended. Um, Well, they're out of funds. So there are people that are still in the process um, where their check has not been cut yet. But um, gosh, what month are we in? We're in February. I believe it was either December or January. They sent, no, it was November. I believe it was November 15th was the deadline. If you had not put in your initial application by November 15th, that was it. Like they knew they were out of funds. So they knew how much they had already committed to and approximately how much was going to be requested by that date. And they backed into the number and said, okay, like we're, we're going to be out. So um, anyone right now um, that is under review, Rebecca just shared this with us. Anyone right now that's under review is pretty much already, they're not going to get funded. So unless they're approved and we just have, they just haven't cut the check yet, they're not going to get the funds. Any kind of rent relief. Everybody's no. already. So there is a backup to that, um, ERAP, which is the Emergency Rental Assistance Program. We have been kind of going back and forth between the two here in Texas. Um, you cannot... You cannot have gotten any funds from TRR. You can't mix funds is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, but at, ERAP was a little easier to deal with. They seemed to maybe a little bit more organized and it was a le- little easier process for not only our teams, but for our residents. Um, and so they are not out of money and they feel like they will have money through the end of the year. Oh, wow. Um, that's not a guarantee, obviously, um, because there's no way for them to know how many people are going to, um, you know, apply But when that money is out, I mean, it will go back to the way that it was. Um, You can contact Catholic Charities or United Way or, you know, any of those things. But then there's also the option of there is a now hiring sign on every single business in DFW right now. We are all short, especially even in this industry. Um, so, you know, I think that we're going to start seeing people coming out more, going back to work. Um, we are seeing that in general on site where there are not as many people needing assistance. So, and, you know, I don't know if we handled it better than other companies or not. I, I can't speak on their behalf, but even through like the absolute worst of COVID, we really never had more than two or 3%. Um, so it hasn't been, it's not where, oh my gosh, you know, the bottom's going to drop out. All these residents are going to move out and we're all going to lose our jobs or anything crazy Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, I certainly don't want any of our, um, employees thinking that there's going to be a big, you know, fallout from that. There, there, there absolutely is not. I mean, we already only, I mean, I can only speak for, you know, my seven sites, but you know, at this point we probably only have maybe a percent that is depending, 1% of each property is depending on that money to come uh, that's in. That's not very much at no. all. No. Do you think it's that way kind of across the market here in Fort Worth? Or? From what I'm hearing from my friends, um, that's I feel like they're having kind of the same experience. Um, you know, I know some, peop- some companies have been a little 
um, more conservative in their efforts um, to file or not to file eviction, um, whereas we have been moving forward with the eviction process. Um, and, you know, but, but that process also doesn't really have a lot to do with American Landmark. It has to do with the local judge and how they feel about it. Right. Um, so that's really from city to city and county to county and, and that type of thing. But I don't, I think that we're on the up and up. Um, I think, you know, we are, I can personally say that I get all of the applications um, when people are applying for any open positions that I have. And there for a while, even when I had two or three open positions, I would maybe get one application a week. Whereas now I'm getting 10 a day. Wow. So I think that that's really positive for all of us that m- so many more people are applying now. Um, you know, we're about to go through the interviewing process. And so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they show up and, mm-hmm. you know, if we hire that's them, the they key, right? yes go do all the, the things that we need. Process, as yes. As you're getting the apps and the interview process yeah. as well. Then. Well, but I mean, if you don't get apps, you have no one to interview. So, I mean, exactly. it has to start somewhere and that's yes. where it starts. So, yeah. So I think that that's very positive. How has um, turnover been for you? Have you um, seen an increase in turnover over the last year or so, or has it been pretty stable? I think it's been pretty stable. That's great. You know, I haven't seen a big, it hasn't increased anymore. It's really just been filling, you know, the positions. Mm -hmm. If we've had people that have maybe moved out of town or relocated or we've promoted people or we've transferred people, you know, then we have openings. And that's been the hardest part has been backfilling those openings. Yeah. So speaking of um, openings, uh, we talked about, I think in the last couple uh, podcasts about our 360 mentors. And for those of you, you know, who don't know about that, that's, it's a program that we have where they come to our corporate office and get certified in different positions. But um, I think that out of all of the regions that you have more 360 mentors than anybody else. <laughs> so what I want to know is why why do you think that is? And what contributes to having so many experienced team members? Well, for me personally, I feel like I pour my knowledge into them and and into my managers and then I really push for them to push that information down. Um, I feel like knowledge is power. And the more that you teach them, you know, you, if you empower them, then they can answer the questions and they're not constantly, okay, well, what's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? Right. So, you know, involving them, you know, maybe in a resident complaint or in a maintenance issue or whatever, you know, is very important. I also bring my assistants in for when we're doing financial training and when we're scrubbing financials. Um, and you would be surprised the number of companies that I've worked for that a manager does not know how to read a budget and a manager does not know how to scrub a financial. Um, and so, you know, if the manager's on vacation, the assistant needs to know how to do that. If we have a tour, they need to be able to answer the questions. So I feel like, um, I really push knowledge and learning and growing and I'm very big on promotion. So in my region, currently we have, um, two, lead maintenance supervisors that are 360 certified. We have three assistant managers, um, hopefully another one coming up soon. Um, and I have five of my eight managers that are 360 trained. That's amazing. So, That's so good. Then they love it. Um, I've had, um, I believe, eight takeovers in less than three years. And so for me, Needed, it's yeah. important to have that because I need, geographically, I like to be able to group 
you know, a Fort Worth person with a Fort Worth person and a Bedford person with a Bedford person yes. and maybe a Louisville with a Plano. Um, and so it's nice to, I, part of that was strategic and geographic areas um, as well. And so like Harold is in Plano and Mo is in Southwest Fort Worth. They're at both ends of my particular portfolio. And so they can kind of fill in, you know, the gaps there. But for the takeovers, I really need them you know, to go and, and be able to follow the takeover checklist. Um, and so it's been great, too. I hope that one day we have leasing 360. We are. Actually, yes. yes. It's, yes. it's on the books. Um, yeah, I have we, them ask me that all the time. Yeah. yeah. We, we're hoping to roll that out probably our third quarter. I think COVID kind of put a wrench in, in yeah. for us. We, we definitely need the 360 for leasing. Really now. looking forward to being able to roll that out because I feel like it's so important. For yeah, the leasing consultants to be. Able We're going to have a long list, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, and I have I have certain ones that I send to my takeovers yeah. that yes. that know they're kind of you know they've been with us for a couple of years and they know that they're working to get towards assistant um, or leasing manager for any of those communities that are over 500 units. Um, but also for me, I think it's been um, I have several properties that are fairly large. Mm -hmm. um, we have my largest one is 706 units. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot to do. I mean, it's, it's actually three properties in one. Um, and so you have to have really smart people yeah. <laughs> to run something that large. Um, and they've got to be firing on all cylinders at all times. And um, so I love the program. I love that the regionals, I've gone through it at least twice um, in three years. Mm -hmm. And I love that we do it. You know, yeah, it's a good refresher. It each time, too. Yes. This, this year, we've added, uh, we've added some more modules, and we're getting mm -hmm. um, accounting involved. And so it's and gonna, it just, yeah, yeah, it just keeps, you know, evolving. And it's, but I can tell you my teams, when they go, they love – the opportunity to go to Tampa. They love the opportunity to meet you all in person if they haven't met you in person. They love even just being able to meet the accountants that not, hardly any of us get to, to meet. Do you know meet. how much we hear that, that people want to meet their accountants? Yes. Yeah. I have never heard that so much yeah. before in a company uh -huh. that people are like, I want to meet my accountant. Yeah. And that they get so excited about meeting their accountants. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's little things like that. Or they, they hear about Rachel, but they never get to meet Rachel. So they get to meet her in person. Um, and so it's just little things like that that people like. And, I mean, we are in a people business. And so putting a face with a name and, and that type of thing, it means a lot to them. And just getting to go where we're based out of. And that's what, now that we brought Andrew on board, we're going to oh, start um, our – we have a long to-do list in yes. the training department. But we're going to start Friday calls for new hires oh, so that they fun. can meet – us, they can see who the training department is. They can see who marketing is. We're gonna. Apparently, have I'm getting kicked out as the um, unofficial assistant trainer. Andrew's now here. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're not booted. I'm just here for the podcast. Uh. <laughs> but it will be a great introduction. You know, you, HR and uh, and accounting. We should yeah get yeah. accounting so that, that just as a quick zoom. Yeah. Just yes, to say, oh, they love meeting Lucinda yeah. and Ivana and yeah. Victoria. Just and a now quick zoom, Mike, introducing Michael. everybody, saying hello. This is who we are. This yes. is what our culture is. This is our values. Do you have any questions? So trying to um, launch that soon. Yeah. Your 360, how do you prepare them? Because, you know, it's it's not just everybody gets to go, right? I mean, you really want to be strategic about who you mm -hmm. send. You don't want to send everybody just no. because it's a process. They already need to learn um, everything. Well, not everything, but most everything about our systems. They need yep. to have knowledge in it. 
because you don't want to send them and then have them get to the test and and have a hard time with it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and so, so how like do a, you pick or how do you mentor them to be a mentor? So a perfect example is the maintenance supervisor. So for me, Harold and Mo are were the first two that I chose, but they were the first two that were open to, um, you know, not. To me, a maintenance supervisor is just is not just someone that runs tickets. It's someone nope. that organizes their team, that is a leader, that holds their team accountable, um, that can teach, you know, that can look and go, okay, well, Dana, your strength is electrical and not plumbing. I need to teach you about plumbing. And Devin is the exact opposite, so I need to teach her about electrical. But they're also willing to learn Nexus. They're willing to learn how to do the capital log and put in their own POs and their real willing to take my class that I teach the maintenance supervisors on their section of the budget. And they're willing to hold themselves accountable for, you know, the electrical line item and the fire and safety line item and, you know, how much the termite bond is. I mean, just the small things, landscaping parts. Um, And so Harold and Mo like really took that to heart. They did a really great job um, of staying within budget, um, of leading their teams, of just, Take, taking care of the make ready board, scheduling all the make readies, walking them, you know, all of the things that to me a true maintenance supervisor should, you know, should do on a daily basis. Because if you're just running tickets as a maintenance supervisor, your assistant maintenance is never going to learn how to do anything but run tickets as well. Right. Um, so it's the same with the assistant managers. We want them to learn Nexus and POs. So when their manager calls in sick or has COVID, or, you know, whatever is on PTO, and we're still ordering, we're still doing make ready, so we're still ordering carpet and tub resurfacings and paints and all of the things, you know, office supplies. They can put in a PO um, so that there's that cross-training going on constantly. So important. Yes. So I think that's the most, that's what I look at is I look at, you know, who is really stepping up and filling in all of these gaps and all of the things that I feel like a true leader needs to do. And then that's where I decide who should go to the class and who shouldn't. Yeah, because American Landmark is all about experience excellence. So how do you pass that along to your teams? How do you pass that along to so they're able to experience the American Landmark um, culture? Because I think our culture is, you know, it's different from everybody else. Yeah. It's definitely a different company mm-hmm. than I've ever worked for mm-hmm. before. So. Well, I just think leading by example, but I mean, I can tell you what excellence to me is being like very transparent. Mm-hmm. It's being very truthful. Um, and I think that that's what my teams enjoy working on enjoy working for me that's why they enjoy working for me Um, (laughs) but they know like if they're doing a good job I'm going to tell them they're doing a good job if we're kind of in the middle I'm going to say hey we can step it up if we're not doing well you know we're going to work on an action plan and people appreciate that yeah they they never they're they will tell you like I always know where I stand with her Mm -hmm. I always know you know what I need to work on or if I'm doing really well and what we want to work on now uh, but they also know that, you know, if we're suffering and I have the time, I will come out suffering leasing wise or occupancy wise. I will come out and lease apartments with them if that's what I have to do. Yep, leading by example. Um, that's, you know, I mean, you did. I don't remember. It was like Canopy. two months ago when you were at Lynette's property or Lynette, you guys, you and Lynette were at another property and I was at like, Do- yeah, I think we were at Domain yeah. or, yes. yeah. And I was like, yeah. what are you guys doing? And we were at Aiden. Apartments. Yes. yes, yes. Uh-huh. I love that though. Like, you guys get out there and it's not just you. No. And it's not just your managers. Like, as a team, everybody. Yeah 
goes to help out, whether it's a new property or a property that's in distress. Like you guys are all going to go as a team. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, that's the whole thing too, is, I mean, we as a portfolio, you know, if there's a man down, you know, gosh, the last two years, I've felt like a wedding planner because half of my time is spent going, hey, Devin, can you go to Dana's property? And then Dana, I need you to go do this. And Andrew, can you go over here? And hey, can you go over here? And I need you there half a day and then go over here for half a day. And then what is your days off? Can we figure that part out? Because, you know, and so, I mean, because of so many people being out sick, I mean, and you have to, and then all the open positions that you have. And so it's just, it's been a lot of coordination. um, But we have the right people that are willing to be flexible and they love it because like maybe they go from a 1984 asset to a 2020 yeah. asset or maybe they maybe they're worn out from a 2020 asset and they get to go help yeah. on the 1999 asset well it's also good too to see a different set of eyes because yes. the teams are on their site every day and so for someone else to come in and say oh hey guys what about this what about that yep. different set of eyes is always they key. see different events they're doing and yes. they take them back Share to their ideas, property and yeah. you know it i just think that that's i even though it's been a lot like yeah. I think it's been at the end of the day it's been kind of fun actually like figuring out <laughs> so, if we can do it so Stacy might have a side gig now plant yes, right. yes. event coordinator everything goes back to normal so right. going to be doing event yeah. coordinating what am I going to do then yeah that's what I'll do so have let me ask you, have the teams have challenges uh, you know we have some different technology that we rolled out mm-hmm. um, during COVID and that was fun um rolling all of that out during COVID Mm -hmm. it was a lot for the teams um hopefully they realize it was a a lot for everybody sorry teams for rolling all that out but hopefully it was beneficial for them in the end yeah ended up making their jobs easier um and as after we rolled it out and got the kinks out you know but have they had challenges going from say their property to like domain where they have the interactive sitemap already active everybody else is getting that now has it been hard for the different team members helping each other out, going from one to another and kind of toggling back and forth between some of the newer technology already being active at the properties versus them not having it? A thousand percent, yes. <laughs> so, we, you know, we all are kind of used to the the 1980 and 1999 and early 2000 products. Yep. So um, Domain, for instance, is also called My Spaceship because there are all, you know, we've got our 400 American landmark things that we have to learn, but then we have to learn all of the technology pieces that domain has that are just for domain. And um, we have not really had them on properties before. So, you know, we're learning all sorts of things about different electronic lock systems and that, you know, IT does work on them or doesn't work on them. And, it, it's been what's a third party and what's a not third we, exactly not third party, yeah. yes what part like goes to our systems and what part has its own little system um so you know but it was a great learning experience because we've had a lot more takeovers that are new and so now we know yes. the questions to ask ahead of time um it, it's, it is from all of the pain of, of learning it the hard way maybe at a domain but <laughs> i mean what are you going to do? I mean, right. like, you know, you just roll with it. And, you know, in the beginning, it takes you an hour to make a key. And now we can make a key in one minute. And yes. so it, it's just things like that. And I mean, we just make the most of it and try to learn, you know, as quickly as we can. I know we've got another takeover coming up here soon in Dallas, Fort Worth. 
And uh, we were there today, and they were kind enough, the company that we're purchasing it from, to schedule a day for us to come and learn their systems. And I was like, oh, my God, you're the most amazing people that we've ever bought from because no one else, like, you know, they're in and out in two hours when we take over. So they were willing, you know, for us to come in and spend – I mean, they said we probably need like a half a day, but we're so grateful. Is there anything that they have that we don't that really stood out to you? She tried to explain it all, but uh, I, I, need, I need to go to the training first. <laughs> Give me those notes. Stacey. Well, so it was. It starts with an M, and it's an intercom system. I don't know. Oh, no. I, it's the first an I've ever heard. System. Yes, it's the first I've ever heard of an intercom system. Oh, okay. I love intercom. I know systems. I do too. So I was kind of like that's kind of like I old school, but I like it. Are coming back. back it's been like, yeah, it's been twenty or thirty years. Everything from twenty or thirty years always comes back it. around. Yeah. Yeah. Very so yeah, and I don't, I don't have intercoms so anywhere else. So I'm like, well, I can't fi- wait to figure out what this yes. is. Yeah. Uh huh. What do you think the team is like most on the new technology side? Like, what system? Do you oh, feel I like? think I think the interactive map. Bet. Yeah, they love the interactive yeah, map. Like but, interactive maps coming shortly. Yes. Sienna's in final stages. For yes. All of those on everybody, but. But you know what has been interesting is um, we have three different package systems. Um, so now we've got, we typically do Luxor and mm-hmm. then some of the communities we're buying, um, have parcel pending and then like domain has butterfly. Um, and so we've been, it's been interesting because I've only worked with parcel pending and Luxor. I've never worked with butterfly as the, the package room. Right, Cause they do lock systems, right? We have yes. that at Shelby. We have that at Shelby. Yes. Right. And so I've worked with butterfly before, but not in a capacity for the packages. So it's just been very eye opening as to what the positives and the negatives are from all of these different systems and learning them and learning, okay, well, if we're purchasing a property, this is the one that works best for our company. Mm-hmm. It, the other one may work better for a different company and, and their culture and you know, the way that they run things. Um, but just stuff like that. And then definitely the interactive map, like that's a lot of fun. And, you know, especially if we had it, you know, domain doesn't really have a lot of walkability. Um, but when you have any communities that we have that have that walkability, um, it's going to be huge because, you know, you can just see, you know, how many steps and it's a five minute walk or 10 minute walk or whatever. Yeah. On the site maps. Mm -hmm. Um, and grain does a really great job on being able to, um, all of that together on yeah. their interactive sitemaps in the office. Um, when we first went to Domain and saw mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh my God, I love this product. Mm-hmm. Like all of our A properties have to have this. The big yeah. screen and I was sold right then. But I also like being able to just look at, I mean, you know, if I'm going to look for an apartment tomorrow, I'm only going to look at the fourth floor. Yes, I will right. never, ever live on the first, second, yeah. or third floor. It right. is, I am not coming to tour your community if I can't live on the top floor. And some people are hardcore first floor, yeah. you know, or they don't care, you know, mm-hmm. but there's so many different things, ways that you can chop it up and look at it mm-hmm. um, as a consumer. And I think that at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is what, what our customers are looking for. And it just makes that search so much easier. Um, so they, yeah, no, they absolutely love that. And I'm super excited. That's coming to all of our communities. Me too. I think it's going to yeah. be great for leasing yeah. teams. What's your plan to make this year better than last? Well, we have, uh, we do a leadership 
meeting every Monday. Oh, yeah. um, and so we have our goals for 2022. And, you know, every year we want to be better organized and have a better planning of our day. Um, you know, the things that are due every day, I feel like if we can get in and get those done, then that frees, you know, my managers up to then do cross training and to be out in front of our customers and to show an apartment if they need to and to walk the community more. So better organization, even of just cleaning out every single drawer and every single closet um, and having a system for everything. You know, I really want to do that. Even though we're paperless, there's still, you know, there's still some invoices and stuff lying around that's paper. And I think we need to do a little better with that. I always, always, it's never a, a new thing or let's work on getting back to the basics. I think we should always, when, when there's any type of issue, we should look at the four P's. Yep. Um, and the people to me should always be, you know, the most important piece because I've seen too many times in 30 years of doing this where I've changed one person and it has changed the dynamic of the entire community from the residents to the vendors to the team to how it affects the regional and the corporate office and even the support teams, HR, accounting, 100%. training. Yes. So, you know, I always want to focus on the people as the that's my main of my four P's. You know, I, that's where I always go first. So what I know people price product, but what's your fourth P? Because, Promotion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where I used to work, it was um, passion. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do five P's. <laughs> <laughs> five P's and we're going to add passion. No, that's awesome. I love passion. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that sometimes we get away from the promotion of, mm -hmm. of the outside marketing. I've done so many lease ups in my. I love you right now. Thank well, you we for talking we about don't marketing. we don't do it I like know, we don't get I out know. and market. I mean, I was mm -hmm. required when I was doing lease ups to go and build relationships yes. with the head of HR of Daimler Chrysler and you know BNSF and like large corporations. And I don't know if people are. Or people are scared of it or what, but it really wasn't that difficult. Yes, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. It is, but yeah. once you do it, it's just like... It, but honey, you carry a cake in there or I some mean, cupcakes yeah. or something. Food, They're not going to tell you no. Like yeah. Food is the way into everything. I tell uh -huh. everybody that. I'm like... That's everybody's love language. You, They will uh -huh. not... They will throw your flyers in the trash. Yes. They will not throw away your food. No. Put your logo on some mm -hmm. food mm -hmm. or something, and they will not throw it away, and that will go through the office. It makes such a difference, and when you get back to the office, and someone tells you so-and-so just called from yes. from your yep. marketing it's like yep. yes it worked it, it does well it and works. so you know my last company we were working on doing outside marketing because we were just struggling with get we were paying all the money to g5 and apartments.com and it just wasn't driving the traffic we needed yeah um, so maybe we had 20 in a week and and we wanted 20 but it wasn't the right 20 yes so we're trying to get the right 20 in there so we were drilling down like into who our top employers were we were looking into that um, we were googling um, one of my managers came up with Googling the new businesses in her zip code and the zip codes around her. And so, I mean, they're, they're pulling in people that are moving, you know, cause they're changing jobs, but I, you know, I do the old school cake. So, I mean, like you can call Costco and target and you can take them your business card and they will scan it in and they will always put your logo on the cake. You know that there are high resolution logos in the Dropbox that yes. everybody can just download. That's and right. To that. Yes, 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 yes. You can do yes. that too. Yes. That's, it, that's even better. Tennis. See, we see we're collaborating. We used to do a little tennis shoe candy in it, I think. And we used to, we're, we're just trying to get our foot in the door. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's cute. Seriously, you guys. But I we, know. like there's we collaborated. So things, clever and, things you can do. Yeah. There's so many things in, but they 
all of my managers took it and they ran with it and they added their little piece. And so what they started doing is um, they're like, well, we're going to, instead of getting the sheet cake, we're going to yeah. get the cupcake. The pull-aparts. The yeah. pull-aparts. But then, like, they need napkins and they need cups and yes. they need plates. So we put our logo on that. And they're not going to throw away plates or cups. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be up in the cabinets yep. when the cake is gone. And I was like, oh. And so we would just make sure the phone number and the website was on there. And now you can do the custom, like, sh- uh, yes. cookies with the buttercream frosting. Yep. And you can get your logo on those. I'm yep. telling you guys. Food is the mm-hmm. way it, it is, is to every mm-hmm. marketing you ever want That's to right. do. If mm-hmm. you just bring food to people, yep. it will make its way around a business. Correct. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. your residents, send them a pizza on a Friday. With well, yeah, cake. you can say you're the resident of the week yes. and you send it and all of their little people in the cube around yes. sees it. Yes. say who sent you a pizza. Mm-hmm. Oldies but goodies. And they're like, oh, yes. well, my apartment community did. What? Your apartment community sends you pizzas? Well, I think that it's... Part of it is like, you know, we'll go to the nail salons and the tanning salons and the donut stores. It's That's not intentional. We no, want it to not. be very purposeful and very intentional. That's you doing it because you have to. Correct. Yes. That's what I used to do when mm-hmm. I was on site. Yeah. And I had we all to did that. Of, uh-huh. yeah, you, yeah, you had to attach the little business it's cards of all the people that you spoke yeah. to. Yeah. You and you can do so much. You can even just go on your preferred employer's websites and say, oh, this is the recruiting mm-hmm. office. This is the HR office. Half yep. of them have intranets now. Yes, like, you don't where even... they will shoot that information yes. out to the people that are coming in. I feel like it's yeah, so easy. Yeah, and we can make flyers for them. I know. So Canva. one of the the big things though that we are working on is meeting pro forma. Like that oh. is our big goal. We just want to meet pro forma. Like whatever year we're in, those are the rents we want to meet, and you know that is that is our main goal this year. It's a great goal. So yeah, we you know one if that's in, how are we doing? We're actually doing pretty well like I've given everybody what their number is and they know where we need to be at the end of the year and so we've kind of you know looked at where that need where that means we need to be monthly and I mean we're we're hitting it on probably five of the seven and we're not far off on the other two and so um, it's just it's a bigger goal um, but that's what we want to do we want to meet or beat performa you know you said something earlier that you are bringing your assistants in um, to read budgets and your service yes. managers and really spending time with them. Um, Dr. Debbie said something at our leadership conference about people are, and I, I'm not paraphrasing her because I'm not her and <laughs> yeah. I cannot remember <laughs> things like she does. Yeah. But something to the effect of that people are more inclined to be involved in something that they help create. Right. Yes. And so the more you have them involved in their budgets and you can piece out like, yeah. We used to have our leasing consultants involved in, mm-hmm. you know, once we created our budget. Yeah, app this fees, is how admin much we have, fees. Yes, app fees, pet fees. Yes. Everything. Yep. And, hey, guys, these are our goals for the month. Let's figure out how we can get that done, even if they're not helping create it. Yep. You know, we did our boot camps, and we had to go, mm-hmm. and we had to build everything, and I feel like we built way more than we do now. Like, I feel like yeah. some of the managers have it. They get to build a lot less now than we used to have to, but um, which I wish I had to build a lot less. <laughs> um, back then but they you know having everybody involved in the numbers mm-hmm. and really getting everybody to know 
every goal. Not it's just, the like, it's the why. Well, it's the, the I was just gonna it's say the why. that's like, what I was just gonna say. People want to know the why. why. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got to tell them the why. My best example for the why, and I and because they're always like, you do always explain why you ask us. I don't ever mm-hmm. just say, well, go do this. Right. You, you know, to, I say we need to do this because X, yes. Y, and Z. And my biggest learning experience of the why was I was I remember it like it was yesterday. I was 25 years old. I was doing. I was on a stabilized property. But there was a lease up going on literally next door. And my regional came in and she said, um, I need you to start doing 15 to 18 month leases. And then she walked out and that was it. Well, I'm only 25. I don't, I mean, and I've never done 15 or 18 month leases in my life. We've always done 12. On a crazy day, we would do 13. And so I'm like, and I go home and I'm like, how am I going to sell this to my team? I don't really understand. Like, why? So, I mean, we, we're in trouble like every week because hardly no one's wanting to do a 15 or an 18 because we don't know the why and we're struggling yeah. with how to sell it. Well, then the president of the company comes in and sits down on the couch at that property and he's like, well, how's it going with the 15 and the 18 month? I mean, you know, we're doing it because the property next door is leasing up and we need to, you know, we need to block off these months so that when they're leasing up and the bulk of their people are moving in, we don't have any leases expiring. And then the, you know, light bulb, the light bulb went yes. off and that was the why. And guess what? I went back and sold it to my team that day. And instantly there that's all go. we were doing was 15 and 18 month yes. leases it's because we didn't want to lease against the, the lease up. I mean, they had 400 units to fill up. Yep. We didn't want ever. We knew everybody would move over there with two months free. We're offering nothing. Yep. So yeah, when you explain the why every, there's a, there is a full buy-in and everybody can do it. And so, and that's a very big part of, of my portfolio too. And is not just me. I want you explaining to, you know, your leasing professional. Yes. Don't just tell me at least 25 apartments. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, and you have to be able to explain to them that there's a buy-in, even if you're not a hundred percent on it. Right. You have to be able, that that's your job. You've got to be able to turn it and have everybody buy in. Mm -hmm. What's beneficial for your property? Because Mm -hmm. what is beneficial for your property is what's beneficial for your team. Correct. And and vice versa. What's good for your team is good for your property. So everybody being on the same page is, you know, what's the best way to go. Kind of important. Yes. (laughs) If there was anything um, that you want your American Landmark family to know about you that we haven't covered today, what would that thing be? Is there anything that we haven't talked about today we talked about a lot of stuff, but. I mean, for me, as a regional, like my passion 100% is teaching. And I, lo- I love to sell. Like my number one strength is woo. So, I mean, like explaining the why is it's sales. I mean, at the end of the day. And, you know, I mean, I don't really mind when I have to go show apartments because that's it's my fun. favorite thing. Yeah, like, sure. I'm like Deborah Clater. When I retire, I want to go be a leasing professional. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what I want to do for retirement. Like, that would be you a blast. That energy, though. Like, yes, that would be so fun. We see you. You just exude that energy. So I, I'm always accused of being... Like, I have a friend that owns a restaurant here, and he will tell a stranger, oh, you need to meet my friend. She's always at a 12. And I'm like, you can't tell people that about me. And he's like, I don't I don't know where she gets all this energy from, but she's always at a 12. And I'm like, that's kind of rude. <laughs> we 
We like 12s. I was going to say, you are a 12 for me, but that's a good thing. Like, I don't have enough 12s in my life. Well, right? I'm from Louisiana, and we didn't, we're just very passionate people. And so, like, I'm passionate about sales. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about teaching. My dad was in sales. My mother was a teacher. And they just both, I guess, passed that those the love of those two things down to me. And it's basically what you do as a regional I is like you, it. you sell the why and then you teach, I mean, and you support and then your customer service, I mean, you're supporting and backing your people up. And, and so that's why I love what I do because I get to do a little bit of my mom and a little bit of my dad. And then I have that Louisiana culture that I, the little spice. I call it to be a 12. I want to be a 12. Oh, you're definitely a 12, Dana. I don't think there's anybody in this company that wouldn't agree that you're maybe even a 13 oh, all the time. Okay. Well. Oh, I love yeah. you. And maybe that's why I love you both so much is because you're over 10. Okay. We're, we're, we're extra. Yeah, yes. the other word people use for us yes. is extra. I love uh-huh. that. That's okay. You guys you know. keep me up. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do our best. I gotta surround myself with people who keep me up. I yeah. like it. So the other thing I would say about me that a lot of people don't know is that I am a broker in the state of Texas and I used to sell apartment communities. So when we're looking at acquisitions and like Bullent's in town or Christie's in town or Jim and we're going around and looking at deals like I love to guess like what the price per door is because I used to do all of that stuff and I used to do the underwriting. And I love that. And so, and I love knowing both sides um, and having the operations, you know, specialty. But then also when I used to do that, I mean, it was just, I was just on fire when I was doing both. So I love that they allow me, you know, other companies have not really allowed me to be a part of the acquisition process. And so I love that, that our acquisitions team includes the operations team and comes to us about an area or about a certain property um, and, and I know with me, they do it probably a little more than other people because they know of my background of being a broker, but it was just really, really fun and, and exciting. I, my license has been inactive for, you know, I don't know, years now, but one day I hope to maybe do that again too. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's really fun and exciting too. So I love that. Yeah. And I know that you're a foodie. Yes. I think probably more than more people than just me know that. I think everybody kind of knows you have a passion for food, but so do I. And so I love that you're a foodie. Yes, and I love that we are at the Wicked Butcher today and at yes. the Sinclair in downtown Fort Worth so in their podcast room. Yes, if you couldn't hear some of the background noise, I'm sure it's going to come up. But we are in this amazing little podcast room at the Wicked, the Sinclair. It's right? the Sinclair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got this amazing little um, restaurant bar and they have this podcast room and we get to look out at downtown Fort Worth. Get to I people just, watch. I just I want the microphones. And the microphones are amazing. You guys will see the picture. Um, but this is it's so amazing I love this little podcast it's been so great Mm -hmm. to do all of these on locations because this is the first time we've been in a podcast room yeah Yeah. it's fun it's a great amenity I know Mm -hmm. I love it we need to steal it I think we need to do this at apartment communities thousand percent yes and run it out yep and then we'll always have a space to go that's right our podcast yes we just need one in each market yes minimum of one one. yes yes that's the plan because they'll be so booked Everybody will want to rent them, that we won't even be able to be <laughs> That's them. right. So then we got to add another yeah, one. Yeah, so we're just going to have to keep adding. Yeah. Do you have anything for us? Anything we missed talking about today? I think so. I'm just so excited y'all are here. I'm so excited I got to do this with y'all. It was Good so day. fun. I'm so happy to see y'all's faces. 
Yes, and we um, are very excited to have you on. You're our first Texan. Oh, yes. good. Well, everything's bigger and better in Texas. I know. So, I was very so you got yeah. your twelve in Texas to be your first one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We haven't even seen a cowboy hat or gotten a y'all. Oh, we're gonna see that at five forty-five. Just okay. give it a moment. <laughs> yep, I'm ready it's for on that. the schedule. I'll stay tuned for those uh, updates on our stories, you guys. Yep, we're gonna have it's some coming. We might even see um, cows and bulls walking through the streets. Oh, I think okay. we need to arrange for a rodeo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rodeo. Yes. Well, well that we, would be we fun. just missed rodeo season, but there's always a rodeo going on in the stockyards, and that's where we're yes. going. So. I miss my Midwest. You just wait. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get that deal. here in about an hour. Mm-hmm. So excited. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, we really appreciate you coming, Stacey. And, Thank you for having um, me. We are looking forward to spending some time with you here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And I think we are wrapping it up for today. Yeah. Yeah. We'll catch you on the fly. Thanks, guys. That's it for this week's episode of On the Fly with Dana and Devin. Be sure to follow us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast or on Instagram at On the Fly with D&D. You don't want to miss our next episode. Catch Catch you on on the fly. fly.